Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Sklansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Sklansky. Man, I hate you. I'm going to get a new brother. That's not how this works. Oh, it's not? No. Oh, I just can't go out. That's not how any of this works. Oh, I just can't go out to the uh, brother store and buy a new brother? No, it's because your dad needs to be dead. Oh, our dad's not dead yet. No. So you can't get a big brother because the whole point of, of it is to have a father figure. Oh, I can get a new father. <laughs> right? No. Oh. I only get one. Oh, sad. <laughs> well, I guess we're going to have to learn what Homer did to, to get a new son and Bart yeah. get a new father, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, season four, episode 14, Brother from the Same Planet. And the episode's title is a play on a uh, the John Sayles movie, The Brother from Another Planet. Never heard of it. Nope. Um, air date. We get, uh, we're uh, into February, February 4th, 1993. So uh, getting a little, inching a little bit closer to the finish line for season four. Uh, recap. Bart gets a big brother, quote unquote, who takes care of him. And out of jealousy, Homer gets... A little brother. Now, now I forgot to mention this. I should have started the episode like this, but I just like to say for all you people out there, happy Halloween. Oh, yes. It's Halloween Halloween. today. This is a very, very scary episode. So wait, but we're not doing we're not doing Trios of Horror, are we? No, but there is a scary, there is a scary part. (laughs) There we go. Perfect. All right. We solved the Halloween portion of this episode. There is a very (laughs) scary part to this episode. Yes. Um, yeah. So the chalkboard gag, the principal's toupee is not a Frisbee. Now, funny enough, Principal Skinner actually doesn't have a toupee because Matt Groening didn't want to do the cliche toupee joke. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, Principal Skinner's hair is, uh, is all there. Well, then how did, which, which principal's hair did he throw? Maybe there's a substitute principal. Yeah. That might be it. I would have to. I would have to say maybe. I have to say maybe a, a print, uh, vice principal. Is there a maybe. vice principal at Springfield Elementary? No, there is not. There's only Principal <laughs> Skinner. Oh, so maybe maybe Principal Skinner had a toupee, but then he got a hair transplant, and just now <laughs> now his hair is all real because it's in his head. Well, remember he wasn't really Principal Skinner. Oh, that's true. So I don't know. I don't know. It seems like a weird uh, chalkboard gag for this week because we all know yeah. that Principal Skinner's hair is there. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. I don't know. So the the couch gag this week uh, is a repeat. It's from Homer the Heretic. It's the hidden door couch gag where the door swivels around. Yeah. Now, here's the funny thing about this. When I saw that again, I knew it was a repeat. But yeah. what I didn't realize is I didn't realize there was another couch on the other side of the wall. 
I thought when the couch oh, reversed, yeah. it was just a blank wall with no, no couch. No, it was a couch. No, it was a couch. So the Simpsons have two Simpsons couches? Maybe. That's their backup Simpsons couch? Yeah. Maybe that. Maybe the area behind the couch is Bartman's cave. Ooh. Like the secret area. And then now all the Simpsons know that Bart, Bart is Bartman. Like it's not in his name. Yeah. Weird. So, uh, yeah, pretty boring uh, intro this week. Uh, yeah. A, a chalkboard gag that doesn't make sense and a repeat couch gag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Must be mid-season or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we uh, start off the episode with soccer practice. Yep. And we learn that Bart uh, is into, into some soccer here. Yep. Which a lot of kids tend to be. I just started my kid off with uh, soccer shots. So nice. being three, starting to play some soccer. So... Still still doesn't quite understand that he can't use his hands, but <laughs> he's three, so I'll let it slide a little bit. Yeah. Um, but And Bart's playing, the, being the goalie, which is awesome. Go Bart. And Nelson kicks the ball into Bart's face, <laughs> which, hey, good save. Yeah. And uh, I like how Bart's in the tent. He's like, eye of the tiger. Eye of the tiger. Because apparently he saw Rocky three. Yep. And so he know he knows this. Well, remember yep. he know he knows about Rocky because remember when they're learning about Roman Roman numerals, he's like Rocky <laughs> two plus Rocky five equals Rocky seven. Adrian's revenge. <laughs> Except there's <laughs> is there seven rock technically seven technically Rocky now movies? there is yeah because there, there's the two Creed movies. Was that, there five Rocky movies? Well, no, there's five Rocky movies, and then there's Rocky. With uh, where he fights some dude, and then there's Rocky Balboa. So technically, there is seven Rocky movies, which I kind of got disappointed when they had the seventh Rocky movie that they did not name it Adrian's Revenge. Yeah, I was, I was very upset at that. Um, but I like how Nel- I like how Bart's like, I stopped the ball, and Nelson's like, I hurt somebody, and then they shake hands because apparently, <laughs> hey, they both did a good job. Yeah. Um, and I love how Nelson's sitting on the soccer field smoking. Badass, there's badass actually, kid. by the way, going back to the Rocky thing, there's technically eight Rocky movies now because Rocky six was Rocky Balboa. Yep. And then Creed was seven. And then eight is the second Creed movie. Oh, I guess so those are actually, considered Rocky movies. I, I well, consider those ones Creed movies. But Rocky is in them. Yeah, he's in them. They're not based <laughs> so, around his life. That's true. So there's technically only six Rocky movies. Then. Okay. All right. So uh, we learned apparently that Nelson's father is the soccer coach, which yeah. isn't he always complaining that his dad went off for cigarettes and yeah. never came back. But clearly, I mean, he looks like Nelson. Oh no, he's Nelson's father. I mean, I think we've yeah. seen actual pictures of Nelson's dad, but I I don't understand. I mean, I guess we, have we technically we guess we technically haven't heard out of Nelson's mouth that his dad maybe maybe it's a recent thing, like maybe. his dad's around and then all of a sudden he left for milk and never came back or cigarettes yeah. and never came back. I guess we'll have to we'll put a pin in that. <laughs> and I guess I kind of want to know if Nelson ever mentions how old he was when his dad ran away. So we'll see. I guess. Yeah. Um, and so soccer practice is over. 
and Milhouse and his friends jump in the back of a truck. Apparently, was yeah. that was that uh, Nelson's dad's truck? Was that like I don't know? No, no, no. Uh, Milhouse and friends drove up in a truck being dr- driven by Jimbo. Oh, okay. I guess I didn't notice that. Yeah, Jimbo was driving the truck. Oh. Milhouse, Milhouse, uh, Wendell, and another kid were already in the back. Yeah, I knew they had that. I guess I didn't notice Jimbo was driving the actual truck. Yep, Jimbo was driving the truck. Interesting. I that he'd be hanging out with Milhouse and his friends, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to sneak into a rated R movie titled Barton Fink, which is a real movie from 1991, edited and directed by the Coen brothers. So yep. I apparently I thought I knew all the Coen Brother movies. Apparently nope. and I don't. I kind of want to watch this movie. Now I know it it didn't do well in the theaters. But it does star John Turturro and John Goodman. Interesting. I guess I'll have to check that out. And then after maybe the movies, I'll be like, Barton Fink. Barton Fink. <laughs> after I walk out. So uh, yeah. so Bart, you know, doesn't want to go because he said he would wait for Homer. Yeah. And all the kids start making fun of him. Yep. And, uh, you know, now we come back to the Simpson house and Homer is watching uh, TV. And Marge tells Homer, and they, you know, they're going to their sister's. And not to forget to pick up Bart. <laughs> and Homer says, I'm on my way. But he's actually solving the Wheel of Fortune puzzle on TV. Yeah. Which is awesome. That was, that was, that was That's a good gag. I like that. Yeah. And, and then I love I love how when it ends, he's like, Marge, did you say something? something? And then, yeah. <laughs> and she's already gone. Yep. And so Bart's sitting at the thing. He's like, oh, maybe that's Homer. And he sees a woman driving a car that looks identical to Homer. But is yes. wearing a uh, like a, well, a, a gray wig and well, no, no, no. looks it's, like it's, Homer. It's a woman. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's, a, woman, it's a woman. Bart mistakes for Homer because yeah. the woman looks exactly like Homer with a gray wig on. Yes, which is really funny. That's uh, yeah. and she's singing "I'm a Woman," which I makes am woman. Hear or me I, yeah, which is even funnier. Yes. Um, so now it starts raining out, um, and you know Bart tries to get under a tree because trees will protect you a little bit. And yep. the lightning strikes the tree and Bart gets knocked back. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Don't what, ever... did the tree explode? Like, yeah, I don't, you... I've never seen, I've never seen a, a, a tree struck by lightning, but I feel like it's not going to explode. Oh no, the dude, lightning could crack trees, man. It's a bolt of lightning, dude. Like it could, it could destroy, not maybe flame it up and turn it to ash, but I mean, it could get damaged. Absolutely. Yeah. It can get oh, yeah. damaged. Um, and so Bart's sitting there, where's Homer? And then we cut to Homer in the playroom again. The playroom's back. Yep. On the third so floor. I did read somewhere they did use a few clips from previous episodes. So this would obviously be from three, three men in a comic book. Yeah. But you don't see the flash of lightning of them in the treehouse fighting, because obviously that'd be really weird. So once again, I think we mentioned this a couple episodes ago, where uh, they reused the Homer at the bat yep. <laughs> uh, stuff. So come on, apparently man. they wanted to save money on this episode. Yeah, man, they don't want to pay their animators. They're like, we're just gonna re- reuse all the old animation. Yeah, um, and so we see as you know, Bart's sitting there, it's getting windy, and a nun gets picked up by the storm and thrown into the mountains. And apparently she's uh, combustible because she explodes <laughs> or maybe yeah. or maybe she hit like a, a propane tank on the top of the mountain yeah. and, and it explodes. Apparently, I think this is supposed to be making fun of the show The Flying Nun as well. Oh, never heard of it. 
You never heard of the Flying Nun? Nope. What? I don't know. I mean, I've heard of it. I've never seen it, but I've heard of it. Uh, I don't know. So then Bart tries to telepathically <laughs> reach over, just like in the shinning. The shinning. Yeah, we can't uh, say we can't say shining because we don't want to get sued. Yeah. Well, you can. It's a reference to the shining. Oh, okay. Because that, uh, this is the first instance where Bart uses the shed shin of his. Yes. So, you know, but when Bart's doing this, he's like, he's saying, pick up Bart, pick up Bart. And unfortunately, it's not going to Homer. <laughs> it's going to Milhouse. Yep. And he writes it and Milhouse writes, pick up Bart backwards. And Trebu back- puke. <laughs> Trebu puke. And uh, uh, this is a movie moment, um, as we've stated. This is from The Shining when Danny Torrens writes red rum on the mirror and or on the wall, and it says murder. Yep. Because red rum. Red rum. Red rum. Um, and so Kirk, Milhouse's father, comes in, sees him writing on the wall, and uh, tells him to go to his room. And <laughs> so he doesn't what notice wall what was he says. writing on? He wasn't in his room? Was he in a bathroom or something? Maybe. It's kind of funny. He's like, what have I told you about writing on the wall? Go to your room. So he leaves a room to go to another. I feel like he would have already been in his room writing on his own wall, but. Yeah. It's kind of funny. So then, uh, you know, uh, we cut back to the Simpsons house and Homer still not realizing what he's supposed to do. And he's watching something on Bart Starr. Is it like a documentary or and in, okay. In the span of an hour, he has now watched TV in three rooms. Why is he moving room to room watching? No, TV? no, no. He's still in the den. No, no, no. He was in the living room watching wheel of fortune. No, he was in the den watching wheel of fortune because I went back because I was like, Oh, how can Marge see Homer in the den? Because when it cuts out, the picture of the sailboat is on the wall after Wheel of Fortune. No, 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 because they were walking out yes. the front door. So Homer was yes. in the front Trust room. me, I know. I went back and rewatched that scene because I was like, wait, Homer's in the den watching Wheel of Fortune. And so I went back and rewatched it. He is in the den watching Wheel of Fortune. What are you calling the den? The normal room? The couch room? Yes, the couch room. Okay, what do you what would you call the room that he was supposed to be in? The living room. Okay, so he was he obvious- was not in he was in the couch room watching Wheel of Fortune. I went back and rewatched it because the angle at which Marge was looking at Homer would not have worked, but clearly they made it work in the animation. I don't know the the picture I re- was I rewatched the scene. I don't know he the- was in the couch room. I don't know. I don't think so. He, it doesn't matter what you think. It's true. Those are the facts. So anyways, so he's watching something on Bart Starr, apparently, who was the quarterback for the Green Bay. But Packers. is he in the couch room doing that? Yes. Okay. So why the hell did he go up to Maggie's playroom to watch TV after Wheel of Fortune and then just come back downstairs again to watch? I why don't. Because is... they didn't, they didn't want to pay the animators to animate another room uh, the same room i don't know so anyways so homer um as i've stated three times now he's watching a documentary on bart star apparently who in 92 i believe that is when brett Favre took over so i'm I, i'm assuming they did the bart star reference because of what happens next where he's like 
He's like, he can't help but feel he's forgetting something. And we hear the fans on TV chanting, Bart, Bart, Bart. <laughs> and then Santa's little helper is barking, and it sounds like he's barking Bart. Which, you know, we've heard we've heard dogs bark, and it sounds like things. Yeah. And so, uh, and then, you know, and then Maggie burps, and it sounds like she burps the word Bart. And he's like, ah. And he goes up to the bathtub, and he's, he's taking a soak. And his, his brain's like, pick up Bart. Pick up Bart. And Homer's like, pick a bar. Pick a bar? Pick a bar? What does that even mean? And so, um, and then, you know, Homer, you know, falls asleep in the tub and he has a dream about picking up Bart. But when he gets there, Bart is a skeleton still wearing the soccer uniform. And even uh, his hair area is pointed. Yep. And we've gone over this before. Is that hair or is that his skeleton? Now I think it's, his, now it's obviously his skeleton. Because... He's he's a skeleton and his hair is pointed or his hair area is pointed. Yeah. And so uh, he wakes up from his dream, realizes <laughs> that he forgot to pick up Bart and he runs out of the house naked. <laughs> Marge and Lisa have come home. Lisa yells at Homer to hide his shame. And then we hear Ned in the background goes, hi, do you neighborino? I no, can see he's like, do- he's like, hi, Homer. I can see your doodle. <laughs> Shut up, Flanders. <laughs> I love it. That is fantastic. I absolutely love that line from Fran- Flanders. Yeah. And so, you know, Homer picks up Bart. Now, mind you, when uh, he picks up Bart, he is now wearing clothes. Now, yeah. obviously, I'm assuming he, after Homer said he could see his doodle, he realized either one of two things. He realized he was naked and went back in the house and changed. Or two, he has a change of clothes in his car. Because of all of his drunken nights, and he's like, I better have a change of clothes. <laughs> no, I think he just went back in the went house and, and got so, dressed. Uh, so, as, as an apology to Bart, Homer bought Bart ice cream, but he hits a bump in the road, and the ice cream flies out of the out of the ice cream bowl and onto Bart's head. Yeah. Which, that must have been one hell of a bump, because I don't know what the physics are of that. Well, I mean, if it was a speed bump, I mean... I mean, your body goes up and down, so I feel like anything, yeah. if you're holding something solid and your body goes up, whatever's in the solid item would jump yeah. out as well. And here, and now we get to our Halloween moment for <laughs> a non-Halloween episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love Homer. Bart, Bart imagines Homer with his burning face off, um, like all melty and, and creepy and like, he, like yeah, even the back, really... even even the background outside the car is all flames. Like it's it's like that uh, Lisa episode the, yes. the, where where uh, they're sitting in hell for uh, yeah. stealing cable. But I like how Homer's like, I know you're mad at me right now, and I'm kind of mad too. I mean, we could sit here and try to figure out who forgot to pick up who till the cows come home. But let's just say we're both wrong, and that'll be that. No, Homer, no. <laughs> I will say this scene is super creepy for a non-Halloween episode. Uh, but it is Apparently Halloween. People... Today's well, Halloween. If you're listening well, this... to this episode today, it's Halloween. <laughs> yes, but this actual episode does not take place on Halloween. <laughs> no. And apparently people complained about it. Really? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I kind of get I mean, it's kind of dark for Bart to, you know, think of his father like that. But, hey, he's, hey I'd be really pissed, too, if I, A, didn't get picked up from soccer practice. Yeah. And B had to wait in the rain to get picked up from soccer practice, and C I didn't have a cell phone to call my dad because it's 1993 to call my 
<laughs> parents yeah. that wonder why they haven't picked me up yet. Uh, so now we cut back and it's nighttime. It's bedtime and Bart apparently has a TV in his room now, which I've never seen before. Well, like, like I said, this TV apparently moves from room to room. (laughs) There's no TV in the, in the den or in the, the living room. There's only a TV we've ever really seen in the, in the den. There is a, there is a TV in margin bed, margin Homer's bedroom every once in a while, which I still think is like a TV. That's like, they're moving their TV for some, cause remember Homer needed to move the TV upstairs one episode cause he was sick. Yes. So that TV gets moved around. I swear. I think the Simpsons only have one TV one. and I it mean, just gets moved, moved around room to room. Yeah, so Bart is watching Tuesday Night Live, <laughs> which is a parody of SNL, and this episode is being hosted by Krusty, and of course, Krusty is bombing. Yep. Which I don't. I like how it's Lauren Michaels though, because Krusty's yes. like, and Lauren Michaels asked me to. So I love how they do a Tuesday Night Live as the the reference to uh, Saturday Night Live, but it's still ran by lauren michaels apparently with all the references to snl the writers really didn't like this iterate like this series like the the snl like i can't think of the word like this iteration of it in this time period and so they were just bashing saturday night live like oh the skits run too long the skits at the end of snl are just you know garbage and the reason like you see like weirder skits at the end is it's something that they're like oh this probably isn't going to catch the audience's eye the writers really didn't like snl you know they were making fun of you know the the skits that go on at the end of snl because they're not good and those are more of the experimental skits that they like to do like some of the skits run on too long, so I don't. I didn't start watching SNL probably until like the late nineties. I mean, I watch SNL in the nineties quite a bit, and I did I you mean, watch the er, like? Did you? But did you watch like the ones like in the early nineties? Yeah, early nineties, late nineties. Yeah, I mean, I really didn't start falling out of off of SNL till probably mid like like two thousand five ish because I just wasn't watching late night TV as much anymore. Yeah. But. Yeah, I, I was kind of the same too. Like, but I liked I, it. I, I mean, it was, I yeah. watched whole episodes. Yeah. I mean, you know, going back to like, probably like, as you said, the mid two thousands, I feel like that's when the decline started to happen for like the, the aughts because you had Sandler leaving to Meadows, leaving Spade, leaving Farley passed away. Phil Hartman was murdered. Um, you know, you had a lot of cast members who people really enjoyed leave and then you had a new batch, and I think it started to pick pick kind of back up better when uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler were doing Weekend Update. People yeah. really enjoyed that, and so and then you had Seth Meyers and Bill Hader and Andy Samberg, and honestly, I've watched a lot of SNL over the last couple of years, and I gotta say, it's pretty good. I mean, you got Keenan Thompson, who you know he did all that for many years, so he knows what he's doing. Yeah. with sketch comedy and um you know it's it's good now but yeah again i didn't really watch it in the early 90s because i was six in 93 yeah. <laughs> so there's no way in hell i was up at what, what time is it there 10 30 on saturday nights i was in bed yeah. by nine yeah. so yeah so now so now we get the commercial for bigger brothers which parody of big brother big sister and the number is kl52233 nice had to get the number in there. Oh, yeah. 
We gotta we gotta know who to call to get a big brother or a big sister. There, the one thing about this episode I'd really like to know is if this actually helped out the program at all, like getting people to sign up to be big brothers or big yeah, sisters. Maybe I don't know. I would have liked, like I said, I would like to talk to someone with the uh, within that organization. It would have been kind of nice. Yeah. Um. But so. <laughs> Uh, Bart calls and says that he does not have a father because, hey, he got pissed Over off. His dead at least at least he got pissed off enough to do this instead of run away. Most kids, when they get yeah. upset at their parents, they do the whole I'm going to run away bit. Um, yeah. but Oh, absolutely. But he was like, you know what? I'm just going to sneak out of my dad. And so <laughs> then we cut to the big ear family and uh, Krusty, you know, comes in and does all his ear puns and. And uh, he's like, oh, this goes on for another 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Again, making fun of sketches that go on too long. Yep. And so I like how when he gets to the organization, Bart pretends to be a British kid for some weird reason, like an Oliver because, Twist type thing. Well, I think the reason he did that was because I assume if he gave them their real identity or he gave the real identity, they'd figure out he has a father. I don't know who so, I, the, I don't how know. they would know that because it's not like they know him personally. Well, or what I, if they do a background check on the kids and the 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 adults that you know? Yeah, I don't know. Well, obviously they didn't do a background check on Homer, <laughs> otherwise this story would be uh, not uh, not going on. Um, yeah. But he said he hasn't seen his father in six years, and so she's like, "Well, I've been saving someone extremely special for you," and so. Bart gets uh, the big brother named Tom who rides a motorcycle and is completely awesome and an F1 fighter pilot and super awesome. Yeah. And and so, you know, you know, Homer really doesn't believe that Bart, you know, is mad (laughs) at him, even though he was called, you know, called him a bad father. And so, you know, Marge, uh, when kids these days say bad, they mean good. And to shake your booty means to wiggle one's butt. (laughs) <laughs> um do you remember if this was in life in the fast lane no i i, I no idea yeah i don't okay. i don't that i don't know i don't think it was i don't i think it might have been but i don't remember so anybody out there if you remember hearing this in life in the fast lane let us know that is the bowling episode with Jacques. yep and so i love how marge and homer are going through their bills and there's yep. a charge for uh on the phone bill for 378 dollars and 53 cents to the 900-555 Corey. And Marge's like, Homer, explain yourself. Uh, well, the there was a record club, and they said you get 10 CDs for a penny, and then they want you to buy more. And I love how that's a reference to the Columbia House deal, which I, I for one, definitely fell for one time. Oh. I, I guess you were like 10. Yeah, and I was like, ooh, 10 CDs for a penny, this will be awesome. And I got my 10 CDs for a penny, and then they wanted me to, like, join their club and buy more CDs, and I'm like, screw this, I got your 10 CDs, I'm done. Right. Yeah. But no, 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 I was, I remember, I remember the Columbia House deal, I remember, like, you have to get all these stickers and put them on the thing and send them in, and (laughs) apparently Homer fell for it too, so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like it was a good deal, but as soon as you hit like a certain point, then the CD started becoming like $15. I'm like, I can go to Best uh, Buy and get them for like eight bucks. Yeah. But I love how 
this is a 900 number and not an 800 number <laughs> because uh, for those of you that don't know, 900 numbers are t- typically the sex hotline numbers. Oh, and, and so I oh. think I think that's why Marge was like, Homer, explain yourself. Yeah. But it was actually to a, a teeny bobber hotline, which I can't quite remember if those I don't really know. existed. I guess I wasn't a uh, eight year old girl, so <laughs> you weren't. I, I don't know if those actually existed or not. Uh, yeah. But then while Homer and Marge are talking about it, Lisa's kind of on the other side of her door and she slams her door. There's the Corey poster on the door and. You know, Lisa, now, you... now, now, remind me if I'm wrong. So, in the Simpsons house, you walk up the stairs. the 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 adult bedroom is to the left. Yes, and then you have the kids' doors on the wall. How could Lisa see <laughs> into their room from her door, like facing their room, if the door is on the perpendicular wall? Yeah, because it's always because yes, you walk up the stairs to the left is Homer, Homer and Marge's room, and then the bathroom. And then yep. if you go to the right, you got Lisa's room is the first door, Bart's room is the second yeah. door, and Maggie's room is the cross door from Lisa. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know how that's uh, physically pop- possible. <laughs> but then again, Simpson's house uh, does not apply for physics. Yeah. Um, but uh, so, yeah, Lisa is the one making the phone calls to the Corey hotline. And, you know, I like how when, when uh, she calls like, hey, girls, it's the Corey hotline. And, you know, Corey's sitting on the bed saying, you know, why won't you Yeah, because there's a magazine. Yep. And well, it's out of a magazine. Yep. And so there's the Non-Threatening Boys magazine, which is <laughs> the, which we've seen before. Yeah. Um, and I like how one of the articles is, meet Joey Joe. Because <laughs> Joey, Joe. Joey, Joey Joe. Joe. I don't know who Joey <laughs> Joe is, but, and why he's not Corey. But apparently they yeah. got to feature other boys in this Non-Threatening Boys magazine. Um, yep. And so Marge, you know, asked Lisa, why she just didn't ask for permission? And she's like, I did. And Homer's watching TV. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we get a flashback of Lisa going to Homer to ask about it. And he's like, yeah. she's like, Homer, can I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do whatever. Yep. So, but Lisa knows better. No, Lisa knows better. Ask Homer. She'll, <laughs> she'll be able to get away with a lot more when you ask Homer than you will when you ask Marge. Yep. And so she's just like, you know, when I was your, your, your age, I had a crush on Bobby Sherman. It's like Bobby Sherman. (laughs) (laughs) Who's Bobby Sherman? Uh, I don't know, but I feel like this isn't the first time Marge mentions Bobby Sherman's name. I don't know. I'm sure he's like a singer from the sixties or seventies or something. And was really hot. And, you know, (laughs) but Marge is like, that's not the point. The point is you, you can't do this anymore. You know, I don't think we've ever called numbers and raked up phone bills. And by by the way, just to let you guys know, in the 90s, you could make phone calls that wind up on your parents' bill because landlines were a thing in the 90s, kids. So Okay, so Bobby Sherman was a singer, actor, paramedic, police officer uh, who was uh, the singer for uh, The Monkees. Ah, that's the... Yeah, she felt she was... Yes, remember she was a monkeys fan because remember yep. the lunchbox episode or yep. the scene where where the little kid makes fun of Marge because she has the monkeys lunchbox. Yep, it's See? The, the monkeys. Yep, it all comes together. Yes, it does. Um, and so, but I like how at the end of the conversation, Lisa's like Bobby Sherman, <laughs> <laughs> and Marge says, "And yep. so now we get to Tomato Day at Springfield Stadium." Man, they have some weird uh, handouts at uh, baseball yeah. games in Springfield. Yep. Um, 
But then, you know, Tom's there with Bard and, you know, just did, did uh, your father ever take you to any baseball games? And Bard's like, no, his game was blackjack. And Homer bet his uh, entire life savings on one single hand. And we cut back to him playing blackjack. 20, <laughs> hit me. 21, <laughs> hit me. 22, hit don't. Me. Yeah. I feel like if you're on 21, I think. Now, remind me if I'm wrong. It's been a while since I played blackjack at a casino. What the hell did remi- you do in Vegas? Played craps. Well, that was crappy. Should no, I played- won $30. Oh, my God. We were playing $5 hands. No, you don't play hands and craps. Whatever. We were playing you the roll dice. table. You don't yeah, know we what playing... you were doing in Vegas, do you? You were drunk. <laughs> I might have had a contact high from all the marijuana smoke. Um, no, so the last time I played blackjack at a casino, if you hit 21, they automatically stop you. Well, yes, absolutely. But now, right at the scene... Homer was playing some black backdoor blackjack somewhere. I feel like even in a backdoor <laughs> alley, they'd be like, you have 21, you win, and he wouldn't bet anymore. I don't know. It's Homer. But also, Bart is lying, not only about the blackjack, but about Homer not taking the baseball games, because obviously Homer became the capital city goofball. Yep. Or not the capital city, uh, he was dancing Homer, sorry. So, um, yeah, Bart is a lying liar who lies. Um so now we get now, you know, they're watching the baseball game and the game is delayed so that the recruiter for the Springfield Communist Party could recruit people what? to the Springfield <laughs> Communist Party. <laughs> Did they do that just because it was tomato? You know, it's like, yeah. you know, you know, we got to have a guy that everyone hates because we're passing out tomatoes. And I don't know why it, anyone would want to clean up the field after you know this but hey now and obviously this isn't the first time they had the springfield communist party recruiter because as he's getting tomatoes thrown at him he says this is better than dark day (laughs) what are they handing out springfield isotope darts yep good lord what do they give you because like i know in the game of darts you get three darts so yeah they hand out like a nice little package of darts that there's three there and everybody's throwing like a bunch of darts at this guy I guess. I don't know. Apparently Springfielders don't like taking home their giveaways from baseball games. Uh, yeah. So now we go to Dr. Hibbert's office where Lisa is getting eardrops for something. And mind you, so when Lisa, when Marge and Lisa were talking about her not calling, Lisa promised not to spend another one of their dollars on the hotline. Yep. So remember that. So Hibbert um, is like, here, here's a MASH coloring book. And instead of giving it to Lisa, he takes it for himself. <laughs> well, he's starting to look at it. It's like, oh, this is such and such doing this. Hawkeye. Hawkeye, yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm just going to keep this coloring book myself. But I like how Dr. Hibbert told Lisa to keep her head at that that angle, angle for the eardrops that she sees the phone. It's like, all right, I got a call. And so here's so here the some of the recording. I got some of the recording messages for the Corey hotline. Okay. Here's the one from Dr. Hibbert's office. Here's the list of things that rhyme with Corey. Glory, story, allegory, Montessori. <laughs> like, who would pay for this? Uh, Lisa. Lisa would. Apparently, pay for this. she just wants to hear a guy talk. That's well, like uh, a dreamboat talk. A dreamboat, yeah. And it's, I love how it's just a recording. It's not even him. Like, you can't talk yeah. directly to him. It's just yeah. him saying things. And the next one I have for you is even funnier. So, um, go ahead. Okay. 
So uh, now we cut back and uh, Tom and Bart are hanging out. Uh, they're they're working out and they're like, all right, we're done with our workout. Let's go watch Ren and Stimpy. So they made a deal with Nickelodeon to do Ren and Stimpy. They didn't like do the gross out stuff. And that wasn't gross. Got... This was just a composition of hairballs in my stomach acid. <laughs> but apparently uh, Nickelodeon took over the animation of this part of the episode, which I mean, it's their property, so well, yeah. Let them, let them do, let them do the, yeah. you know. So that's really cool, though, that they got a Ren and Stimpy reference on The Simpsons. I mean, it's funny that they didn't go with their traditional itchy and scratchy too. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they could have yeah. easily done itchy and scratchy. Well, I feel like the reason they did Ren and Stimpy was to show how cool Tom was as compared to Homer when him and Peppy watch Itchy and Scratchy together. I guess Ren and Stimpy is cooler than Itchy and Scratchy. Yeah. So, uh, so now we get to, uh, you know, Bart is at school and it's show and tell day. Yep. And he's talking about uh, Tom being an F-14 fighter pilot. Yeah. He's like, someday I want to be an F-14 pilot, uh, pilot, pilot, like my hero, Tom. He lent me his new weapon called a, a neural disruptor. And then Bart presses the trigger and a laser shoots Martin and he falls out of the floor twitching. And <laughs> is Kermobble's, he okay? Kermobble's like, he's not dead, is he, Bart? Nah, but I wouldn't give him any homework for a while. Very good, Bart. <laughs> thank you. And Bart's like, oh, don't thank me. Thank our unprecedented eight-year military buildup. <laughs> so, but I do like, I do like the fact, and I, I feel like this was done in a in a proper way. Where they could have, you know, Bart could have been like my dad because, yeah, you know, but they, because Bart was obviously having Tom, you know, well, I guess no, because. No, he got it from Tom. He well, said no, he got I, it from Tom. No, I know that. I'm, I'm just saying he could have said, well, I guess he said his hero, Tom, not my big brother oh, or my yeah. big father, big father, would you call it? Big brother. Tom, big brother, Tom. It was like my hero because, you know, yeah. I, I think that's kind of a cool way to, way to have have put it yeah i like the fact that kerbopple wasn't even angry at bart <laughs> for shooting like, Bart in the head <laughs> I, i'm sure she probably enjoyed that because martin is annoying yep and so now we get uh uh we go to millhouse it's millhouse's turn for show and tell <laughs> yeah he's can't like beat that. i have this i have this horsey nay nay, nay. doesn't <laughs> martin yell at him like calls him a, a wuss no nelson yeah nelson yeah, Sorry, I said Martin. I think yeah, so. Nelson. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so now uh, Lisa decides to go visit uh, Grandpa Abe, and Abe's like, "Oh my God, thank you so much for visiting me. We'll show those people we can still have fun." And then he falls asleep in his chair, <laughs> and his chair does the thing where it like reclines apparently all yeah. on its own. I want one of those uh, self reclining chairs. Yeah, you fall asleep, and the recliner just knows to. Hell yeah. To go down. So he he falls asleep and Lisa sees the the uh, phone sitting next to Grandpa. So she calls the Corey hotline again. Yep. And, and so, uh, I don't know. I don't think it was this one. I think it's the... Uh, I, I don't have the one from this one, but I have the one when she's at the principal, principal Skinner. Okay. Well, we're getting up on that. Yep. So, so now Bart is leaving the house to go, um, you know, hang out with Tom some more and... Uh, Homer is like, oh, where are you going? And Bart's like, father-son picnic. 
and uh, <laughs> and uh, Homer, you know, Homer doesn't really realize what's going on. Yeah. And of course, Homer is watching more TV. And uh, so uh, Lisa, you know, now we cut back to the school and Skinner's like, oh, thank you, Lisa, for inventory of these weak old peanut brittle. He's like, you're the only one I can trust. Yeah. What does he think people are going to eat it or? I I don't maybe or steal it or why would anybody steal weak old peanut brittle or why is there weak old peanut brittle wouldn't it be in the trash if it's weak old peanut brittle no do, do you know this element Springfield <laughs> Elementary they're gonna use this shit to feed the kids all oh, right right and so uh, so she she's she's starting to inventory it but she sees the phone. And she's got to call the Corey hotline. Yep. And I love how she starts dialing it. And uh, um, I like how Skinner we cut can print- see her. Yeah. Pr- Principal Skinner could see because it's a school phone. It's like, that's yeah. a 900 number. <laughs> I like how he just knows. <laughs> like, But but we get so uh, Corey this time. She, he's like, let's see what's in the newspaper today. Canada stalls on trade <laughs> pact. <laughs> like, apparently now this Corey guy just is, uh, I bet it's not even really Corey. I bet it's some dude on the other end just recording yeah. himself doing this. And so before Skinner catches Lisa calling the hotline, he's like, he's like, oh, I need to make some cuts to the, the budget. And so we get a, a legal pad where it says Springfield Elementary budget. Now, my question is, is this the money they're spending per week? Per month or per year, because uh, I have no frame of reference. So the first three, you can't really tell what the numbers are because they're crossed off. So the red line is over the number. So the first three on the list are first aid, books, and science. <laughs> now okay. the reason, now the reason I ask is this per week, per month, or per year. So they spend one hundred and fifty dollars on history, one hundred and thirty dollars on music and arts. $99 on hot lunches, $195 on custodial, so I'm assuming Willie, and $160 on the playground. So, like, is this upkeep? Is this, what What do you mean by history? Like, is it history books? Is it models? Field trips? Is it field trips? Like, I would say between a week and a month. I mean, hot okay. lunches, 99 I might say a week. Because okay. you got to feed all the kids, and that seems like a, you know, I mean, how much do you think one of those giant-ass pizzas on Wednesday costs, man? Five bucks. Like, yeah. So, either between a week or a month. So, but I love how he also crosses, I think he crosses out music and art. Yeah. He's like, I got to cut some of this budget. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's really, uh, you know, that's not a lot of money, I feel like. So then, as we mentioned, Skinner then catches Lisa calling the hotline, and, you know, I think he calls the Simpsons' house, because Marge ends up there later. But we'll get there. Yep, and so now we see Tom and Bart hang gliding outside. Yep. And uh, I like how Tom's like, I would kiss you, Bart, but I signed a form saying I wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This might be a reference to the fact that the Catholic church used to be a big part of the big brother, big sister program. Oh. And as we all know, the Catholic church um, has a bad history with children. Yeah. We won't go too much into that. And apparently there used to be a sleepover thing 
when it came to big brother, big sister, and now they don't do that anymore because of said Catholic church. So Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I don't know. I know with Ben, I don't think it was a big brother, big sister thing, but I know Ben's church always did like uh sleepover things. Like lock-ins? Lock-ins, yeah. I'm sure Are they still do those, right? I I don't know, but I feel like didn't our youth group kind of do that too? Oh, yeah. Yep. So. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Uh, but I like how as they're flying over Springfield, <laughs> apparently there's an active volcano. <laughs> like, where? What? It there, is are a, active, there are active volcanoes in the United States. No, I know that, but I don't, I didn't think Springfield had a volcano. Unless well, Mount Springfield, uh, I think, I think Mount Springfield is, is erupting. Maybe. I don't know. We'll, we'll see if this volcano ever comes, comes to pass again. But okay. I like how Homer catches Bart with Tom, like through binoculars. Apparently they're <laughs> just flying over the Simpsons house. Why would he be outside with binoculars anyways? Well, and how did he? <laughs> well, he knew Bart was up to something because yeah. he was going but to. Why would you look picnic. at the sky? I don't know. Because Why would he... Homer's not that smart. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, Homer, you know, confronts Bart when he comes comes back into the back into the house. He's like, hello, son. Where have you been playing with Millhouse? No, you haven't. You've been out gallivanting around with that floozy of a big brother of yours. Haven't you? Haven't you? Look at me. He's like is a, a movie moment. Yep. And so it's like, Dad, it just kind of happened. You're taking this too hard. How would you like me to take it? Go ahead, Bart. Have your fun. I'll be waiting for you. I'm sorry. I can't do it. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? Oh, you'll see. And yeah, so, so, yeah, this yeah, is a this... reference to uh, the scene from Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf? Never seen it. Never saw it. I don't no, know. I've heard of it. Never seen it. Yep. I've heard of it, but uh, never seen the it. Scene, the scene apparently is Richard Burton accusing his wife of adultery. No, oh, that makes sense. Based on the uh, based on the uh, yeah. scene at hand. Yes. Um, so Homer next goes to the Big Brothers agency to ask the woman, you know, to get his own little, little brother. And uh, he's like, and what are your <laughs> reasons for wanting a little brother? Don't say revenge. Don't say revenge. Uh, revenge. That's it. I'm getting out of here. And your footsteps have been walking away and, and a door <laughs> and slamming. Brain. Yeah. Oh my god. I and then so and much. then the agency uh uh worker checks off revenge on the on it. And on the worksheet next to that, there are four other ones. Spite, no, well, malice. Same worksheet. Or same worksheet. Yeah. Work. Yeah. Yep. It's like there's spite, malice, boredom, and profit. <laughs> oh my god. Welcome so, aboard, you know, Mr. Simpson. <laughs> You know, the funny thing is, I remember this episode clearly not well enough, and I could have sworn that when I watched this episode originally, I don't remember her checking off Revenge. Oh, I do. Oh, I remember that. Oh, absolutely. But I like how there's, like, no other... There's no good reasons to have a little brother on the list. (laughs) You know, yeah, cultivating a young mind. Yeah. Cultivating a young mind, you know, being a positive influence, wanting to put good in the world. Nah, spite, malice, revenge, (laughs) boredom, and profit. Yep. I'm going to exploit bigger brother. Yep. Um, And so I like how Homer's sitting there flipping through pictures of uh, boys, and he goes, ugly, weeder, crater face. Suey, suey. 
<laughs> Which pigs? Yep. You know, I, wasn't kid. that kid in like a prisoner uniform? Yes. Well, I think they all had like prison numbers and stuff. <laughs> no, because we only saw the picture of the one boy when okay. he did the yeah. sue call. Yeah. But he I had like a prison number. Was he in juvenile detention? Well, yeah, those are the kids that need the most attention. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, okay, you look at the bigger brother, bigger sister program, and it was it's a lot of, you know poverty stricken or you know bad neighborhood yeah. kids like that's kind of the clientele. I, I feel like there i feel like there are some kids in the program who just don't have good parental guidance or that yeah um and so homer's like and then so he sees peppy walking in and she's like, oh, he's like have you do you have any uh bigger bigger brothers for me yet and he's like oh i'll take that one does he do you have him in blonde <laughs> <laughs> what this isn't a store homer well he's flipping through a catalog of kids it's kind of like a store <laughs> you're not wrong um and so you know march tells lisa they, now oh, we come back to the house scene. and yep and so no no they're at the principal's or yeah oh, okay that's principal's right office yep and so march tells lisa that you know if you can make it to midnight um you know you, you're on your way to becoming you know a lot better and skinner's like listen to listen to your mother lisa because I got to where I was today, but listen to my mom. And he opens up the blinds and he's like, there's mother now. <laughs> yes, mother. What, mother? <laughs> yeah. this, this is for school. I don't have to listen to you. Uh, this this whole setup is um, a great reference to the movie Psycho and making Skinner Norman Bates. And uh, I, I love it because now, the house looks like the Bates Motel. Now, my question is... Is this just one of those weird, you know, like nom, like uh, PTSD references for Skinner? Does he actually know that his, that that's not his house because he lives with his mother? Yeah, like is he well, getting funny thing? Like is he just funny... getting into his own head and Possible. and doing that, or does he actually think he lives in that house up on the hill? Well, you know, the funny thing too is every other time we see Skinner look out. There's the playground. Is there. You don't <laughs> yeah. see the house. It's <laughs> yeah. the only time you ever see it. So uh, I feel like I, I think you're right. I think this is kind of a PTSD trip where it's like maybe it's maybe it does have to do something with his mom where he has, you know, a bad memory of his mom because they live together. But also, I think they wanted to throw, throw the psycho reference in there. Yeah. And also, this is a Halloween this, this, yeah. this episode lands on Halloween. So now you get a psycho reference. Nice. So there you go. See, this is why we planned for this episode to come out on Halloween. <laughs> yeah, Actually, it was, it, was not, it was not planned. It just randomly happened that way. All right. So now Homer goes uh, over to the kid's neighborhood, over to Peppy's neighborhood. Yep. And we see a guy <laughs> sleeping in a dumpster. He's like, oh, just like Oscar the Grouch. Well, <laughs> close enough. <laughs> I'm sure that guy's oh. pretty grumpy. Yeah. By the way, when I saw this scene, my first thought was, I don't, I don't know how much Dave Chappelle you've listened to in your life, but in one of his like first or second specials he ever did, and I have this on my, like with my music, he does a bit where he talks about Sesame Street and how he's like, you know, his kid was watching it and then he was watching and he's like, oh, this, this actually teaches kids not to be good. He talks about Oscar the Grouch and like how kids will grow up. And step over homeless people and tell them to get it together, Grouch. <laughs> so that was that was my first thought when I saw this this scene. Um, and so uh, we get uh, this is where we find out that uh, Homer's little brother is Peppy. That's his name. And so Homer tells Peppy that his life is going to get better from here on out. 
And then of course Puppy hits Puppy gets his head hit on by a pipe. And I do like I don't know if you noticed this, but there is graffiti be on the wall behind them that says Doom with an arrow pointing the way they walk. Uh, I guess I didn't notice that. Did you see the billboard with uh, Krusty's likeness on it in like foreign language caption? Yes, I did see. Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was pretty good. So obviously, you know, Peppy is an uh, underprivileged kid, and you know, Homer is going to help him. And so, you know, they go back to the house, and he. He's like, I want to show you a modern Marvel. The garage door. <laughs> now, mind you, the garage door is blue in this scene. Yeah, it's really odd. Yeah. Animation error or. Yeah, probably. It, it was weird. And so I love how he's like, it's like with the press of this button, I can make the garage door go up. And he hits the button and it only goes up like a little way. Like when you like, you know, you hit the button, you don't think the garage door has gone up. So you hit it again and it stops the garage door. Yeah. Because I've done that a lot with my my garage door opener sucks. Anyways, and so Peppy's like, why did it go all the way up, Mr. Homer? This stupid garage door. And he starts banging on the garage door. Yep, denting it and hitting it. And uh, He's like, oh, now I guess I'm going to take you home. And Peppy's like, I don't want to go home. So they sit out in the backyard looking up at the stars. And Peppy's like, oh, can you name the constellations for me, Mr. Homer? And Homer's like. That one is Jerry the Cowboy. Yeah. And that one, that, that Big Dipper looking thing, that's uh, Alan. Alan, the Cowboy. The Cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Peppy's like, oh, you are very learned, Mr. Homer. Learned, Learned. Peppy. <laughs> learned. <laughs> the word is learned. The word. He's like, he's like, I love you, Mr. Homer. I love you too, Pepsi. <laughs> My name is Peppy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh. Uh, I used to love Pepsi. I don't. Really I love that anymore. line. That is so That's great. So, that is fantastic. And so now we cut back inside the house. Marge is knitting. Maggie is playing on her toy cell phone, or not tel- toy cell phone, toy telephone, like the rotary yeah. phone, like the kitty. Yeah, rotary the rotary phone. phone. Yeah, we had one of those. Oh, yeah. And the clock is like it's like eleven thirty-five, or maybe it was seven. No, it was seven. Really, it was early. It was, okay, it was seven o'clock, and Lisa's like, you know, you know, I've never been a junkie but i feel like this is kind of like you know when you haven't had a hit yeah you know like this is this is yeah this is lisa bowing down to her addiction what what's the word when you don't like d not decompressing detoxify detox detox yeah she's detoxing from not calling the hotline (laughs) yeah and so like and then we get like kind of this montage of like uh marge you know knitting and the the clicking of the needles and and maggie playing with her phone and making the ringing noises and lisa's had enough and she yells at maggie for playing with her phone and she like runs away and you know marge is kind of concerned and so she gets up after a while to go check on lisa and you see the phone cord you know and Lisa's, sleep, you know, laying on the kitchen table with her head on the table. And, yeah. you know, she's got the phone on her ears and Marge's like, oh, no. And Lisa's asleep. Marge picks up the phone, expecting to hear the Corey hotline. But it's the operator saying that it's midnight and Lisa made it to midnight. She's hopefully going to beat her addiction of calling the Corey hotline. Well, like, I, I don't know why Marge was up till midnight anyway. To make sure Lisa didn't call the Corey hotline. I Yeah, I guess. It just seems really weird. Like It yeah. just seems kind of odd. Because if Lisa went to bed, I mean, that's what Marge assumed. Yeah. Marge just assumed Lisa went to went to bed. 
And but she so, was in the kitchen. Well, yeah, but Marge went to go check on her in her room because she just assumed she was. Oh, sleeping. that's right. She wasn't there. Yeah. So it's uh, like, well, if you know your daughter went to bed and you normally go to bed, you know, 10, 11, whatever it is. I don't know. It yeah. seems kind of weird, but. Eh. So now we cut back to uh, Homer and Peppy. I believe they were at Peppy's house. Yeah, they must have been. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, they, they weren't at the Simpson house. And they were watching Itchy and Scratchy. And they were watching the episode Kitty Kitty Bang Bang. <laughs> and Itchy and Scratchy go bowling. And Itchy ties his Scratchy's tongue to the, the ball return. <laughs> and he and then he decides to bowl with a with a bomb. And the bomb goes in the, bowl, uh, the bowling ball return. And it blows up uh, Scratchy. And uh, his his the fragments of Scratchy goes in the bulls one labeled cat ligaments seventy nine cents per pound, and cat intestines fifty nine cents per pound, and Itchy uh, sells Scratchy meat to some dogs. Dude, I I have to say I was watching this. I think I have to say this is one of my favorite Itchy and Scratchy. It's pretty good. This one I like is the great. I like the moon I like the moon one the moon one moon pretty one's good. pretty good but this one I think this one has to be maybe it's my bowling love of bowling but oh, I feel like this yeah, has yeah. to be like one of my favorite favorite itchy yeah. and scratchy episodes it's pretty good um, yeah so and you know Tom and Bart watch Ren and Stimpy because Tom is cool and Homer and Peppy watch Itchy and Scratchy because Peppy is poor um, what <laughs> Itchy and Scratchy is the poor man's Ren and Stimpy. Well, yeah, it's the poor man's Tom and Jerry. <laughs> Apparently. Um, so now we go probably to the next day and Bart is looking for a skateboard and Bart asks Homer where his skateboard is. And Homer's like, well, I gave it to Peppy. Who the hell is Peppy? Peppy. <laughs> My little brother. And Homer is like, you know, and now they're kind of like fighting and Homer's like, oh, well, we had fun. Like that time I pushed you on the swing set and Bart was like, I was faking it. No, you weren't. Higher, Dad. Higher. <laughs> oh, this is so fun. And this is uh, another movie reference uh, to the scene in When Harry Met Sally when, uh, was it, Meg Ryan, right? Yep. Uh, she does the fake orgasm. Yeah. Yeah. So we get, that's an odd reference to throw in there, but here we are. Yep. And so now we cut to Marine World. No longer educational. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming it's a play on SeaWorld. Yep. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so I like how there's two bathrooms as they walk in. One's labeled yep. buoys, one's labeled gulls. Which is pretty good. I think, I, yeah. I think that's a pretty good one. But and why would you... I get I get it, but why would you say goals with girls? Well, buoys for boys. It, I, I get it. I, I think I it's just more it. of the play on words, like the sound, how they sound. Uh, I know. Um, and so Anyways. I like how... So now we cut to... Uh, Homer teasing a dolphin. He's like, ah, I can't get it. Ah, I can't get it. Here's your fish. Ah. And then the uh, dolphin's smart enough to take Homer's hot dog and Homer's all pissy about it. So that's pretty and he good. Wants to, and he wants to fight him. Yep. And so after that, we see Bart, Bart sees Homer and Bart kind of yeah. goes back up against the, uh, fish tank the aquarium <laughs> and, Homer Bart, and Homer him. sees him through it and they're kind of like uh oh, hi and then Tom walks up to him is like who's that Bart oh he's nobody and Homer's like for your information I'm his father the drunk gambler yep. that's right and who might you be <laughs> oh god uh, which is awesome and so then they start their fight and so, I mean, we get, I mean, they, assuming they start fighting at the aquarium, but I love how yep. Homer, Homer, like, uh, 
takes some uh, starfish out of the thing, hooks them at Tom, and uh, they all stars. stick into the yeah. As ninja stars, they all stick in the wall. So Homer, or no, he catches catches them all, and then yeah. he gently puts them back in the thing, and a shark eats them. <laughs> so that and then he says, "Dough." I love yep. how Tom says dough. That was well, so if you awesome. Also, if you also look to Tom and Homer are dressed exactly the same. Well, no, because no, because Tom's shirts are like a button up, like a button up. Yeah, and but collar. it's white and but it's white well, and blue. Yeah, but they're not dressed the same. Same, maybe same color scheme, but they're not wearing yes. the same outfit. And so uh, now they start their fight, and I, I guess <laughs> I don't. I guess I don't necessarily know when they leave the aquarium because now they're just fighting throughout springfield well no because they so they cut to uh uh eddie and chief wiggum sitting in a car well yeah lou's like there's a couple of guys fighting at the aquarium chief uh they still sell those frozen bananas i think so let's roll so at this point they are still fighting there yeah but but then the next couple scenes like you get get like the china shop where you know they kind of fight into the china shop because they because they fight through the entrance of the aquarium and into Springfield. Yeah. I mean, how far into Springfield do these guys fight? Because they wind up at the gorge. It's a cartoon. I Why don't we keep going through the episode and we'll get there? Yeah. What? What do you mean, get there? We'll get there. Get, get to the where? Gorge. Yeah. Get so, to the gorge. Keep reading. Well, I know that. But, okay. So then uh, we uh, cut to Ken Brockman is reporting on the fight, which... <laughs> Apparently it got to the news news uh, studio really damn quickly. And it's yep. like, and one of the fires is a giant <laughs> lizard. And they show a picture of God. So it's like, who do we, who, what was it? Where do we get the source on this? I think Drunken someone, frat boys. Yeah, drunken frat boys. Like, it sources, drunken frat boys. He used the name IP Freely. God! <laughs> and this isn't the first instance of IP Freely. Nope. I, I, I mean... I mean, you work for a news station. I mean, do you just that, uh, do you that, just that, uh, go on air with random sources like drunk frat boys? Uh, no. Usually, no. if there's breaking news, what'll happen is you will you'll go on air, be like, "Hey, there was a shooting. It was at this place. We don't know what else is going on. We'll come back with more information." Now, I will tell. I will say the craziest kind of breaking news that happened was there was a standoff here in the state of Wisconsin in the area where I live, not in green Bay. I think it was in like Fond du Lac. And, you know, we reported on it. We said there was a situation with police. That's all we said. Find out one of the other stations said, Oh, it's about like a father, like hold, not like necessarily hold like, but they explained the situation. Apparently the guy was following the news found out and the police had to reset the negotiations oh my god <laughs> and like it was the like i've never seen anything like that like we we we, we were vet, like our station was vague about it but apparently one of the other stations like oh yeah this is the actual situation and the dude called the cops and said hey this needs to stop and they had a reset and like the the situation ended up going for like another twelve hours. Oh my god, that's yeah. funny. So and so that but we yes, to... but yes, with breaking news, it comes in yeah. pretty fast, and you don't usually go like you usually you're vague about it. Yeah. So so then we see Homer and uh, Tom fighting in the china shop, <laughs> yep. and they roll. Well, into... no, 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 it was an antique shop or antique shop. 
It was an antique shop. It was not a china shop. Uh, he was smashing a lot of china plates. Yeah. But uh, know, like Tom's like, uh, Homer. Homer. Oh, right. <laughs> yep. And then they uh, start fighting down the road and they fall off Springfield Gorge and plunk into a river. And yep. then they fight back up the other side of the gorge. I mean, I get that's very cartoony, but man, they were just fighting all over Springfield, man. Like, yeah. just everywhere. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yes, I get it, very cartoony, but uh, I don't know. Seems kind of, they could have ended it a lot sooner. I don't think you have to have to go yeah, all out. Yeah, but they had time to fill. Yeah, I guess. And so now they're just, you know, punching each other on the street. Well, uh, hold on, you missed the plaque. Oh, I'm sorry. So after they leave the gorge... There's a plaque on the uh, for the Springfield Gorge that says third most beautiful gorge in the state. <laughs> so I think we got to find out a state that has multiple gorges. Well, but 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 my question is, it's the third most beautiful, but yet this is the only gorge in Springfield, isn't it? Well, in, they said in the state. Gorge. No, no, no. It says oh, third most state. beautiful in the state. Okay. So, so we got to yeah. find out. We got to find a state that has multiple gorges. I'm sure there's multiple states with multiple gorges. We'll have to, we'll narrow it down then. All right. So then we cut to them just fighting on the street and Homer uh, is punched out and lands on a fire hydrant bent over backwards. And uh, Homer's like, this is even more painful than it looks. I mean, it looked pretty damn painful, but. Oh, I felt that one, man. Yeah. I felt that one. Yep, and so now, you know, Bart apologizes to Homer, saying, you know, hey, you really want to get hurt. Physically and, hurt. Yeah, physically hurt. And well, he didn't so, say physical, but I, I know Bart meant physical. Yep, and so now, uh, you know, Peppy and Tom are sitting on the curb, saying, uh, Peppy's like, I don't have a bigger brother, and Tom's like, I don't have a little brother. They don't talk about, like, the things they can't Food. do. Yeah. Yep. I'm hungry. I have all this food at home. Yeah. Well, I, I have this empty seat in my car, and I have no ride. Yep, and so Bart decided, hey, I got an idea. Here, you two become uh, big brother, little brother. Yep. And so then we cut back to the house, and, you know, Bart's <laughs> like, Dad, remember when Tom had you in that headlock and you screamed, I'm a hemophiliac. And when he let you go, you kicked him in the back. Yeah. Will you teach me how to do that? Sure, boy. First, you gotta shriek like a woman and keep <laughs> sobbing till he turns turns away in disgust. <laughs> That's when it's time to kick some back. <laughs> oh, God. And by the way, if uh, anybody is curious, a hemophiliac is someone who has blood that does not clot properly. So I don't know if Homer actually knew what a hemophiliac was or if he just kind of thought of it and Tom knew what a hemophiliac was. So he was like, oh, well, if, if I cut, if I hit him in the face and he starts bleeding, that shit's going to gush. Yeah, well, it is kind of funny because when you actually see Tom punching Homer kind of repeatedly, you yeah. see little red blood droplets coming out uh-huh. of Homer's mouth. Like, it was pretty, pretty but Homer's brutal. not a hemophiliac. No, I'm assuming not. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so this episode, man, I I, I love it. I mean, I, I can't great. give it a five, but I'm definitely going to go four mm, sprinkles. Um. The B story of the Corey Hotline take it or leave it i guess but yeah. i mean it's eh, it's like man but the whole the whole a storyline is fantastic i love oh, pepsi absolutely. pepsi's awesome peppy. and yeah that's what i said peppy and <laughs> and uh i love the fight between you know homer and bard i mean look i i get uh i get the whole you know 
upset Bart. I mean, definitely yeah. a kid can be very upset at their father. Have you, okay, were you ever forgotten to be picked up by dad or mom at the, when you went at soccer practice? Oh, man. Um, or even school, like when you played soccer for park, like, like them not coming to pick you up or. I don't. I don't think so. The only instance, and I wasn't even angry at mom and dad because it wasn't their fault. The only instance that I remember where I was not picked up from a game or practice was um, the game was switched to a different location and our coach uh, yelled at us to not call our parents. And then when dad called her to confront her about it, she lied and said that we could because one of the one of the guys actually slinked off to call his mom and she called other parents to know where we were <laughs> like, yeah. So anyways, so it wasn't their fault. And I got a ride home anyways, from one of the kids, one of the guys that was on the team that lived in the neighborhood with us. But I, I don't really recall a time where they forgot to pick me up. I've been mad at our mom as a kid for other things. Um, I don't think I've ever been angry at her dad. Um, so yeah, no, I don't, I don't think there's ever really been a time where I got so upset where I wouldn't talk to them and thought about replacing them with a bigger brother. Yeah. I don't know. But so. yeah, great episode. I mean, great references. The shining one was fa- probably one of my <laughs> favorites. Um, I mean the Virginia Wolf thing, I mean, that is a good quote. That's a good, good line. Good line. It worked really well. But other than that, I mean, no, fantastic episode Forum sprinkles. Yeah, this is a really solid episode. I love the A story. It's it's really good, you know. I kind of relate to it a little bit because of the soccer thing. Um, I've never not been picked up or made at home like super late. So, you know, that that's really fun. Uh the B storyline, eh. Uh, if the B storyline was better, yeah, I definitely give this episode a five. Yeah, if it was um, like a good, complete episode, I think it could have hit the five range. Yeah. But the B story I was, feel, yeah. yeah, that that brings it down a little bit. I mean, it's more of a mother daughter thing, and it, so really, it really wasn't. I mean, it was like what uh, if you had to take the time of it? I'd say it was like five minutes of the whole episode, if that. Yeah. But it did give us the Norman Bates psycho reference, so I applauded that. Um, I, I like the uh, the the uh, what was the other uh, the Shining reference that was really good. Yep. So overall, solid episode for mm, sprinkles. Would have been a five if the B story had been better. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, give you our character profile. And this week we're talking about Pepsi. It's a Pepsi. soda. It's black. Oh, wait. Hold on. Sorry. No, I'm reading the Pepsi wrong character. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry. I'm reading the wrong character profile. Here we go. Here's the one. Pepsi. Peppy. Wait, I keep Peppy. reading it. Peppy. Okay. We'll go with Peppy. Uh, his economic status, disadvantaged. Well, yeah. He's yeah. a pretty, pretty rundown part of Springfield and his home yeah. does not look. I'm surprised because I get the whole big brother, little brother thing, like the program in general. It is kind yes. of interesting that we wouldn't ever see peppy's parents maybe but i guess i kind of see maybe his mom and dad are always at work and this is his way of you know having some you know role model (laughs) of course it's homer um he's amazed by electric garage doors and homer's wisdom 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 quotation marks yeah uh newest tidbit whales aren't really mammals according to homer Oh yeah. Well, because Tom's like, 
whales are ma- well, whales are mammals. Yes, yeah, that was pretty funny. And just like Papa Homer, is that true? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, sex, male, hair, black, yep. and eyes, huge. Not a color. They're big. <laughs> They're big. Those are big eyes. Peppy big definitely eyes. has some big, big eyes. So you've watched a lot of the newer episodes. They never bring Peppy back, I'm assuming. No, Peppy's never been back. Lame. Bring Peppy back. Yeah, I want to see how Peppy Hasht- grew up. Ha- hashtag bring Peppy back. Yeah. I mean, hey, you're rebooting so many other things. Let's just reboot some older characters. Right? Give me what I want. All right, guys. So let's uh, let's let you know. So be sure to check us out on our social media. Facebook, The Simpsons Did It Podcast. Instagram, The Simpsons Did It Pod. Twitter, Simpsons Did It PC. And as always, if you like to uh, donate uh, to our podcast, you could buy us some duffs on buymeacoffee.com backslash The Simpsons Did It. And we got stickers for you. So uh, check those out. Um, also, I'll... if you'd like to give us a call. Ooh, I was getting there. Don't worry about okay. it. Um, I'm just going through all over where, where they can find us first. So, uh, yeah, but be sure to donate if you can. Um, if not, leave us a nice message. Um, let us know how we're doing on the podcast. Uh, you know, we love feedback. So definitely feedback, feedback, feedback. Uh, that's why Feedback Friday exists. And um, uh, with Feedback Friday, we have a new phone number that you can call us on. 612-584-0986. Um, and we have a very special guest if you haven't heard it yet. Uh, we had a special guest, Jaden, leave us uh, his voicemail message for us, and it's absolutely hilarious. So even if you just call this number to see or hear Jaden give us an awesome system Simpson character voice, just do that. You don't have to leave a message if you don't want, but if you want to hear an awesome person give an awesome impersonation, uh, impersonation do it. It's fantastic. Hilarious. Um, but, but yes, hilarious. any any comments um, or... Uh, fun quotes or anything about our podcast you want to leave leave it and we could possibly uh, put it into one of our podcast episodes so you can hear yourself talk during an episode so go check that out and lastly our youtube channel like subscribe comment on our videos it's just uh, at this point it's just all of our old podcast in uh, youtube format so i know yep. a lot of people like listening on youtube um so go check them out obviously it's all older stuff um, cause we're going to give all of you guys that are listening on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all those, all the new episodes, and then we'll throw all the old stuff on, uh, YouTube for your listening pleasure in the future. So until next time, I'm Steven Skolansky. Uh, I'm Robert Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. Shh.